Hello and welcome to Revolution Cry Radio. I am so happy you are here. This is episode number 39. And we have a very special guest with us, Mikhail DeRusso. She shares her life story and her calling to help those battling depression. May you be inspired and strengthened and blessed by her life story. Enjoy and God bless you. Welcome to Revolution Cry Radio with Felix and Ish. I'm Felix. And I'm Ish. And we're so happy to be here with you on episode number 39. 39. That's right. 9 plus 3 is 12. 12? That's the 12 disciples? 12 tribes of Israel. That's right. 12, 12 is- months. 12 zodiacs? There's many things with 12, huh? 12 is a good number, I guess. I'll say. Well, before we get into the conversation, the verse that I wanted to share comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 28, and it says, God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. Wow. Powerful scripture there. You know, I need to to be reminded of that. I I get kind of cocky sometimes. But you know what? When God humbles me, I know that it's his strength, his courage, his boldness, his faithfulness in me that allows me to shine as light and salt. Yes, I I understand and I get the feel that uh, I have the same problem. (laughs) No, you're very humble. I I, I like to brag about my handsome, rugged, good looks. (laughs) You are pretty good looking. (laughs) Well, we have hot wives. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, that verse is a great reminder. God works through our weaknesses, through our flaws, through the things that we have done that have hurt us or others, right? And... He will bring us out of those things so we can share with others how God loves us. Jesus is king. And works with us, right? God's love is unconditional. It's never ceasing. Always and forever. Some days things just take way too much of my energy. I look up and the whole room spinning. You take my cares so overcomplicated people tell me to medicate feel my blood running swear the sky's falling i know that I, this is fabricated Ooh, time goes by and i can't control my mind don't know what else to try but you tell me every time joy's key Just keep breathing and breathing and breathing 
Revolution Cry Radio with Felix and Ish. And here we are again, enjoying this time. How are you doing there, dear brother? So far, so good. Very excited for this episode. Well, you know what? I'm very excited because it's been a while since we've had an interview. That's right. Why, why, why have we taken so long? Have we just been lazy or something? A little bit of everything, I guess. You know, life takes over, work, time, etc., etc. I know, it's just easy just talking with you. <laughs> I guess less to edit, right? <laughs> I don't mind. It's fun. It's fun. Well, I'm so honored today because... I met this Christian sister uh, late last year, uh, one of the conferences here in Central Florida, and it was a, a, a great anointed time, and young children were there, and they were getting ministered to. Uh -huh. They were okay. very inspired, and this sister is just on fire for Jesus. Ah, uh -huh. I want to hear more about this. Yeah. And so, and you know what? This is our first phone interview. How about that? So to our audience here, this is our first time doing this phone interview, so bear with us, but I think it's going to be awesome. I think so, too. All right, so let me introduce this sister in Christ, and you know what? I'm going to let her introduce herself. So this is dear sister, Mikael DeRusso. Let's give her a hand. Welcome. Welcome. Good evening, <laughs> Good evening sister. How are you? Oh, good evening. I'm so excited. What a privilege it is to be with you tonight. Brother X and Brother Felix, I'm just so excited to see what is going to come out of this interview this evening. Well, I'm very excited. You know, I'm a fan of yours, of course. I, I bought, um, you know, one of your books. But I want the audience to hear from you. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, Mikael. Okay. Well, my name is Mikael, and I am of Haitian descent. Both of my parents are from Haiti. Mm -hmm. um, but I grew up in New Jersey, so I've been in the States basically all my life, first-generation college graduate. I am a social worker by profession, but most importantly, I am a daughter of the living King Jesus. Amen. And, um, Jesus is Yes, I have a ministry that is called Empowered to Live Again, and that is my passion. Um, I travel. I speak um, locally. Um, sometimes I travel um, internationally to go bring the word of God, encouraging people specifically who suffer from depression, mental uh, illness, and my goal, and it will continue to be what this ministry is founded on, is to, you know, set the captives free. Wow. Um, because there is freedom in Christ, and we don't have to live defeated when it comes to mental illness, specifically depression, anxiety. And so it's something that is very, very important to me. Mm. And I'm sure we'll get deeper into why it is. Um, but that is exactly what my mission is. Wow. Inspiring. For me, this is the first time I hear about you. And it's a very big pleasure to meet you. I'm just amazed that just listening to you and the things that you're doing, that's impressive. And what made this your calling? In 2008, I found out that I was married at the time, mm -hmm. that my then spouse was unfaithful. Oh. I was already suffering from depression, postpartum depression specifically. I just had a baby. Mm -hmm. And when I found that news, the additional stress added onto my life sent me to have a psychotic break. Oh, wow. When I had a psychotic break, I ended up in a psychiatric ward. I was in there for a few weeks. I didn't recognize people. My break was so bad 
um, Brother Felix and Brother Ish, that if you wore white, you was an angel. If you wore black, you were a demon. I didn't recognize people. Oh, um, wow. And so it was really, really a, a deep chemical imbalance, you know, because I just had the baby, but definitely a deep, deep spiritual attack on my life. Um, and wow. at the time, the psychotic break was so intense that I had to be on four different medications. Um, at one point, I was so agitated and so irritated because the voices that I was hearing were saying that someone is out to kill me, that the baby that I had was just, I just gave birth to Jesus, so mm-hmm. they're trying to kill Jesus. And my thought process was so, so confused. And I remember they were trying to give me some medication, and I thought that they were trying to poison me. So I did refuse to take the medication and I ended up in that padded room. Mm. So the things that people watch in movies, I actually lived it. And after I had that psychotic break, it took time. It took time because I had to stay on this medication. I was seeing a psychiatrist. I continued to see a therapist, but I had a strange family. Mm. Oh, I had a great support system that believed in the power of prayer, but they also understood that because I was mentally, I needed professional help. After that happened, I had suicidal ideations. And at the time, like I mentioned, I was on four different medications. And one day, the enemy spoke to me like I'm speaking to you today. Mm. And he said, why don't you kill yourself? Just take all the pills and die. You lost everything. You lost your family. You lost your home. Look at you back in your parents' house. Just kill yourself and die. And at the time, my depression was so deep that the thought of suicide actually felt like peace. Mm, The deception that the enemy gives when people think about suicide, and that's why I'm so passionate about fighting against suicide and fighting this depression because the thought process is a a, a deception to make people feel that if you die, you will no longer suffer. You will inherit peace. It will be kind of like a release, huh? Exactly, exactly. Mm. It'll It'll be a way out. Exit from pain, exit from suffering, exit from misery, exit exit from the unknown because you're so anxious about tomorrow. And at the time, my anxiety was out of control. Here I am, a single mom, two little babies in my hand. What am I going to do? And the anxiety and the thoughts that I was thinking was so negative that death actually felt like something that would be pleasant. But of course, I'm a Christian and I kept telling myself, well, Mikhail, if you kill yourself, you know, that's damnation, that's not good, you shouldn't do that. But it was a real, real struggle. And I remember the one day I took the pills because I was tired. Depression is very tiring. You know, I tell people you could be sick in your body. But when you're sick in your mind, it's a whole nother level of battle. And I remember taking the pills and I said my prayer. I said, God, I'm so sorry. You know, I, I pray that the kids, when they grow up, they understand why I had to do this, but I can't suffer anymore. And I took the pills all in my hands and I had enough medication to do it because at the time I was on four different heavy psychotic medications. And after I did the prayer, God allowed my three-year-old, she was three years old at the time, now she's 18, to come into the bathroom where I was at. And she looked at me and she said, Mommy, I love you. Uh And every time I think about that, I know it was God that sent her into the room just on time. Yes. To tell me, and I, and I knew it wasn't her saying that she loved me, but I knew it was God using her to say, I love you. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I, I sent her away, and I threw the pills in the toilet, and I began to cry, and I said, God, 
if you help me get through the depression, if you lift up these suicidal ideations, I promise you, I will dedicate the rest of my life to encourage other people to live again. And that's how my ministry Powerful. was built. Amazing. Amazing. Jesus is king. Wow. And I'm glad that uh, yeah. you're sharing this story. I know for people that have gone through that, I know that's that's a very, very harsh and difficult trial. Thank you so much for sharing what you were experiencing. And uh, we're going to keep the conversation going, but I think uh, it's uh, time for, for a song. Yeah, let's take a quick break. All right, and we'll be back. Washed by the water No depths compare Arise in the Father My life to spare Washed by the water No depths compare Arise in the Father My life to spare Arise in the Father, my life to spare. Washed by the water, no depths compare. Arise in the Father, my life to spare. Revolution Cry Radio. We are having 
an amazing conversation with Mikael, who's sharing her story in her battle with uh, depression, with suicidal thoughts, and how God just uh, worked through and with her to get her out of such a terrible, terrible episode. Well, you were saying, right, you felt that Through your daughter, God spoke to you that you were going to help others that could be going through through this. What what, what happened after so, that? You know, after that, you know, I threw the medications away, but obviously at the time I still needed them. So what I did is I kind of gave them to my mom so mm. she would be accountable for the medications because I didn't trust myself at that point. I see. I knew that I was vulnerable and that I couldn't have that access because one of the things is when people are suicidal you have to ask them do they have a plan and i had a plan take the pill mm. so I, i thought it would be best if i had someone take control of that so if i ever got to a vulnerable position again i would not resort to that but it was a long recovery for me i continued to see my psychiatrist i continued to pray at the time i was so weak spiritually i was so upset at god at the time because I felt that why did this happen to me? You know what most people go through. Um, why is this going on? Why is this happening? And then the Holy Spirit said to me, man failed you, but I will never leave you nor forsake you. So God had to remind me, man, we fell each other. We fall short, but he is still there. And he was always close to me. And that's why my ministry is actually founded on, you know, Psalm 34, verse 18, where God says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and mm. save the crushed in spirit. He is near to those that are broken and he saved the ones that are crushed. And when I tell you my brothers, I was crushed at the time, but he was near, he was closer to me like never before to hold my hand during that time. The challenge that I experienced the most that made my journey a long one is unforgiveness. So in my ministry, I talk a lot about unforgiveness and how it keeps you bound, how it keeps you enslaved and how it keeps you, you know, sick yes. because the unforgiveness, you keep playing the hurt over, you keep playing the, the offense over and over. And I tell people all the time, what you focus on grows, what you feed yourself grows. You're nourishing your mind, negative thoughts, but the thoughts of unforgiveness, the pain that people have done and you play it over and over and over again, that grows in your life and that actually becomes a God to you. That's why the Bible says, lift up God, glorify him, because if you glorify him, he becomes bigger. Yes. And Preach, so sister. all of these things, yes, I teach people, whatever you put in front of you, you focus on that, make that bigger. Mm. Make that bigger. And that's why I love David. David went before Goliath and he didn't focus on Goliath. Because right. he knew his God was bigger. And that's why when Goliath was throwing the empty threats, I'm going to do this to you, I'm going to do that to you, I could imagine that David was just throwing his head over laughing because he knew what kind of God he served. Because Amen. God gave him authority to rip open lions mouth before. God gave him authority to kill bears. And so when we remember what he did for us before, we have confidence to keep pushing forward Amen. in the things that will come because we have Oh, we have a track record. Yes. Just like we have a resume. <laughs> we have a resume of, of your career. God has a track record of getting us out of situations. And let me tell you right now, I'm on fire for the Lord. Amen. Because even Amen. though this happened in 2008, 
Even though this happened in 2008, I'm here. My daughter's 18. My wow. son is 14. They're healthy. I can say I'm a parent. I could have died and left them. But my God, he saved me for such a time as this so that I can encourage those who are discouraged and let them know that I went through it. But there is a brighter tomorrow. Preach, sister. Amen. And you mentioned there's something very, very important, and I think uh, all of us need to take heart to it. We need to keep reminding ourselves yeah. what God has done, not just in our lives. We can see what God has done on other people in scriptures. We can listen to other people and acknowledge and recognize what God has done in their lives. And that is a great reminder that 
uh, he who began a good work Hallelujah. in each and every one of us, he's going to be faithful yes. to, to finish Preach, it. Brother, <laughs> Jesus is king. Amen, amen. And I noticed you mentioned something there that I also find very important and interesting about forgiveness. So you were having difficulty forgiving yourself or forgiving others at that time? At that time, I was having a difficult time forgiving others, the ones who hurt me, mm. the ones who offended me. Uh, I had a very hard time. I, I held on and I was I was justified in my anger. Right. I was justified. Why did this happen to me? And then the Holy Spirit had to reveal to me that's pride. Mm. Why, why not? Why, why can't it happen to you? You're on this earth. It's a sinful earth. Yes. We all fall short, you know. And then the Holy Spirit even went so far to say, well, Mikael, it could have been you who offended mm. him. And I would have forgiven you. So who are you not to forgive? God took me through a journey of forgiveness. And it wasn't until I forgave my ministry was birthed. I could not birth this ministry with unforgiveness. The Holy Spirit would not allow me to. And dear sister, you said a lot of incredible things there. And, you know, I'm a physician. And one of the things that did capture me is also that fact that medicines can help. So in other words, the power of the Holy Spirit urges us to do the right thing, but I believe God allows for medications to help us, to help those that struggle. Tell us a little bit about yeah. that. And, and in other words, in your journey, the, the use of medications help to get you out of the thoughts that you had. And so, brother, I, I tell you this. Now I, I, I'm on a mission to break the stigma of yes. mental illness. Because if someone were to come to a doctor and say that they feel lightheaded or whatever, they, they assess, uh, assess them to make sure that maybe if there's blood, high blood pressure, they would give them high blood pressure medication. You wouldn't think twice about it. You would take it. Right, so why right. is it that if there's a mental illness, there's this stigma attached that you shouldn't be on, on medication? And so mm. one of the things I'm very grateful for is my mom, you know, she's a nurse. And she, she immediately saw the need that I needed professional help. And with that help, in my case, I'm not saying everyone's case is going to have to take medication. Just like if you have high blood pressure, not everyone needs to be on medication. Sometimes you might have to change your diet. So right. it's customized. Amen. In my case, I needed medication and I took it because I wanted my mind to be healed. I wanted to get better. And just like if someone who has, you know, has a diagnosis of cancer, you would go to chemo, you would go get radiation. Why? Because you want to fight at a chance of living. Well, it's the same thing. You want a better quality of life. So yes. if you have a mental illness, depression, anxiety, bipolar, psychopathic, whatever it is, if you want a better quality of life and they're telling you that the medication will help you, why not take it? Break and, the stigma. And you're correct because many in our faith do not like using medication. Mm. And so I'm glad that you share that point because I believe that God can use anything because he is a creator. He's the creator of the yeah. entire universe and he uses science because God is a God of science. You know, he created all of life. He created everything. And I believe that in this season, God will continue to use whatever is necessary to urge us to remain in faith, hope and love. Now, as we get deeper here, you know, in this next segment, Tell us then how, when you got better, how you were able, in God's power, able to propel this ministry. Tell us a little bit more about that. So as I got better, the first thing that I had to do was repent. I had to repent and ask God to take away the pride that I was feeling. 
take away the thought process that this should not have happened to me. Well, people go through different things and they don't ask for things to happen. We live in a sinful world where things will happen. Cancer will happen, right? You know, diseases will happen. Accidents will happen. Unexpected deaths will happen. We are living in a world that is not perfect. So things will happen. Mm. We will offend each other. But on this journey, the Bible actually says, if if you don't forgive, I can't forgive you. Jesus. And so once God freed me from that unforgiveness, it was as if a big gorilla was on my shoulders and he was lifted off. Mm. And I felt peace. I felt joy and I felt now I can share my testimony. Now I can actually join God in setting the captives free because I am truly indeed free. There is no one that can say the Bible actually calls you a liar, that you love God whom you have not seen and you hate a neighbor that is right there in your face. And so God has to deal with your heart before he can use you. You cannot be used by God if you have hatred, if you have offense, and if you have unforgiveness. Preach, and so once sister. that was dealt with, then the Holy Spirit gave me a green light to say, now you can go and share my heart to the people. Because if you have unforgiveness and offense, mm-hmm. you're going to be picky on who you share yes. what God told you to share. But God said, I've come for the lost. I've come for the broken. I actually am knocking at the door. If anyone hears my voice, I will open and go and dine with them. And so that journey was a tough one because I fought God. I fought God on that of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be justified in my pain. I want to be justified in my hurt. But right. God said, Mikaya, well, how many times have you hurt people? I forgive you. He always brought it back to me. He would not allow me to point a finger. The Bible actually says, make sure you look at what's in your eye. The plank. Before your, yes, the plank that's in your eye before you're concerned about the that might be in your brothers and sisters' eyes. You needed those burdens, those weights that you were carrying had to be removed yes. in order for you to move on to the to the next stage.
I heard Ish and you mentioned that you have some uh, books that you have written, right? Yes. So because of, you know, actually saying yes to God, finally surrendering, then just like Jeremiah, the fire was shut up in my bones. And I said, okay, God, I'm going to keep the promise that I made to you and mm. I will begin to share my testimony. One of those things, the attack that the enemy used to keep me um, silent was shame. For a long time after I had my psychotic break, I felt a lot of shame. I felt a lot of embarrassment um, because I was so embarrassed. I was so shameful that as a Christian, because I was saved at the time when I had the psychotic break, how can I have this psychotic break? I'm a born-again Christian. Yes. And the Lord had to tell me, you know, anyone, it doesn't matter, Christian, non-believer. And then the Holy Spirit actually sent me on a study of the Bible. Right. to show me how many people fell into depression, how many people had suicidal ideations in the Bible. Yes. Joel fell into depression. Elijah had suicidal ideation. My God, if I could go on and on. And right. because the Holy Spirit sent me on that search, he allowed me to birth my first book called Still Standing, The Rise to Victory from Defeat. Mm. And on that book, I'm wearing gloves. Because life is a fight. It's a battle. Yes. But at the end, we win in mm. Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 And you mentioned something there that either personally uh, we do it or we think that other people do it, that there is a stigma amongst Christians that we're not supposed to be depressed or that we are not supposed to be suffering from some type of a mental uh, illness. And I think that probably had something to do with that shame that you, yes. you had, right? A hundred percent. You know, at the time, you know, I was a leader. I've been a leader since I was 17. Mm. Since I got saved, I've been in the church, I've been active, I've been... You know, I'm a worship leader, you know, and now God has elevated me to become a preacher. And so I was in ministry when that was happening. And then the thought process is, well, if you were praying enough, if you were fasting enough, if you were, if you were really that close to God, these things would have happened to you. On the contrary, right. my God, Job is a prime example. He was close to God. He loved God, but God wanted to show his life off and gave the enemy permission hmm. to attack him. And Very so, true. but that didn't. That didn't erase the fact that in Job chapter 3, verses 3 to 5, he says, May God above not seek it, nor the light shine upon it. May darkness and the shadow of death claim it. And he's talking about his life because he was, he was so upset that his 10 children died and he was going through sickness and he was going through so many trials and tribulations. He even says in verse 20 to 21, Why is light given to him who is in misery? He described his life as being a misery and life to the bitter of souls who long for death, mm. but it does not come. Wow. He was longing for death. That is suicidal ideation. Job chapter 3, verse yes. 20 to 21. The Holy Spirit made me study where there was other people in the Bible who were going through depression, suicidal ideation, so that he can validate me, Kyle, I understand how you feel. But guess what? I got Job through, and I gave him double for his trouble. I got Elijah through, and I was I used him mightily for the glory of God. So I will get you through. Go tell my people. There is no shame in depression. There is no shame Preach, when you go down and deep. Jesus, There is no shame because I have come to set the captive free. That's why I shed my blood on Calvary. Amen. Yes. What's amazing is God can use our brokenness. God can use yeah. the imperfections of the flesh to lead us to know that he is sovereign. Yeah. 
You see, God is in control and he never loses control, especially of us, those that believe because we know that we are in the hands of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, dear God, you are so good. Jesus is King. I think we're going to be friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. I wanna, I wanna be a champion. Show you what God is Is running through my veins. I'm fighting right through the pain. Every blemish and every stain has already been. Child in the way that they should go When they get older, they won't depart from it How the blind gon' lead the blind huh? Lest they both fall in the ditch What does it profit a man to gain the world But lose his soul, soul. The devil will try it, don't get it twisted Look what he did to Job uh, I'ma stand on this word though Keep the faith, don't walk by sight So it don't matter how dark the valley really is God with me so you know I got the light bro Greater is he that is in me Than he that is in the world That's how I know I'ma conquer that's how I know I'm a champion God, God running in my veins He's the truth from the proof, do you understand? See, I'm the lender boy, not the bar Say what? See, I'm a leader boy, not the follower Okay See, I'm the head boy, not the tail uh. See, I'm above boy, not beneath God made me who I am That's, That's right. why I'm gonna be who That's I'm right. gonna be I wanna, I wanna be a champion Show you what God is Everything I've been through Has brought me right back to you Life is running through my veins I'm fighting right through the pain Every blemish and every stain has already, has already been wiped away. Yeah.
champion. Revolution Cry Radio with Felix and Ish. What a powerful interview with Sister Mikhail Duruso. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, hair raising. I mean, you know what? The world needs to hear this, especially this COVID that's, you know, basically ramped up. Definitely. <laughs> we need the encouragement. We need to hear those stories where God works on those very difficult trials that, that, that we face. Now, you also mentioned there was another book. Uh, can you give us a, a, a little summary, the projects and the things that you're working on right now, and how can we find you? Okay. Well, I have a website, actually. It's called um, empoweredtoliveagain.com. So it is www.empoweredtoliveagain.com. And on my website, I just talk a little bit about myself. Um, and I could be reached through email for speaking engagements or interviews and things of that nature. But I also have the links to my three books that God has allowed me oh, to publish. Oh, three books, three um, books. Okay. Three books, yes. Working on the fourth one. So the first wow. one is the still standing, mm-hmm. you know, the rise to victory from defeat. That's the one that I share my testimony in detail. Okay. I take you through the whole journey um, and then how God delivered me. And I mention and I talk about the other people that's in the Bible that have suffered from depression or suicidal ideations because I really want Christians to understand that we're not exempt from this. Yes. So I have a strong desire to help them get away from that shame because we're Christians. We don't have to go through these things. We will go through it. But mm-hmm. what will our reactions be and how will we overcome? And okay. so I, I believe 100% by sharing my testimony that it will help some people. And after I wrote that book, I thought I was done. And the Holy Spirit said, oh, no, no, no. You know, I'm sending you out. I'm sending you out. And like it said in the beginning of our prayer, he's going to enlarge your territory. Yes, yes. And yes. he said, will you go? Will you go? And, and I, my response to him was, here I am, send mm-hmm. me. And wow. for my second book, that's the title. Lord, here I am, Lord, send here me. I am. You are here for a reason and your purpose is greater than your challenges. So answering the call of God on your life. And in that book, I go through the steps of how I fought opening up and starting this ministry. I just wanted to live a quiet life with my children. And God said, I've done too many things in your life for you to just enjoy it yourself. I need you to go share it so other people can be set free. And my response was, here I am, send me. And recently, last year, I wrote my third book. I wanted this book to be for Christians. It's called Saved, Sanctified, but stupid relationship <laughs> red flags for Christians. Uh-huh. So I always had it in my heart to write relationship red flags for Christians, especially for the younger generation uh-huh. who make a lot of different mistakes because we're not heeding to God's warning. Mm. We're, we're just making our own decisions without asking for his permission and for his guidance. And so God really put it strong in my heart to write the mistakes that I've made and the things that I've learned. And so that's how saved, sanctified, but stupid relationship red flags for Christians was birth. And I'm working currently on my fourth book and I hope that will be Love out this it. year, God willing. Oh wow. wow. All these books you are yeah, on all these books fire. can be found on Amazon. Okay. <laughs> They're all on Amazon. Yeah. Love it. You are on fire, sister Mikhail. I'm so honored. We're so honored. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And can you just say the site again, just to make sure that the audience got it? EmpoweredToLiveAgain.com, correct? 
That's correct. Empoweredtolivegain.com. Awesome. Well, there's a lot of truth in that. What do you think, dear brother? I definitely agree. I feel empowered to live. And I want to check out all of her books. Yeah. <laughs> thank so, you. Thank you for joining us. And we will be praying and we're going to continue to follow up with you and hear more about what God is doing with you. You have an amazing story to share. The more we get this out, I think the best will be for those that are looking and, and yearning and trying to find some answers to the things that they're facing that might be similar to yours. And dear sister, this is definitely not goodbye because I think this is just the beginning of many more things to come. Do you agree? Amen. I would look forward to that. This was such a blessing to be able to share my story tonight. Awesome. Awesome, dear sister. Thank you. Come as you are, broken and scarred. Jesus can heal your heart. Come as you are, weary and tired. Jesus will bring new life. Come as you are, broken and scarred. Jesus can heal your heart, heal your come as you are, weary and tired. Jesus will bring new life, bring new life. He is here, victorious, King of kings, who saves the lost.
Revolution Cry Radio. We are back, and I'm still flabbergasted. Yeah, at that you, wonderful brother, conversation. I'm glad you recommended we do interviews again. Oh, I was having so much fun with you. I, for, I forgot <laughs> the, the the love that we have with interviews, and that one with Mikhail was amazing. A great way to get us started again. I'll say, and it's just there's so many people out there with a wonderful story to share. Hers was incredible. It reminded me of the verse before the one that I shared at the beginning of the show, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 27. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. And I know that for many of us, I think we trust too much in our own capabilities, in our own strengths, in our own gifts, and we forget to give praise to the one that gave it and we forget also that we're not perfect in every single way there are things where we need help where we struggle where we fail and in those things that's where god can shine through us preach brother and you know i feel like life is a balance mm, yes. so in other words when you find that balance that's when god can really shine because for me that you know when i fall when, when i fail is when i'm too cocky when mm. i feel like i can do anything <laughs> and so in my lack of humility i overdo things and then i fall f flat on my face mm. i think we all do that but then i i can also swing the other direction i can swing the other direction like oh um i can't do anything oh my goodness i'm a loser you know i i can't <laughs> date any girl no, I mean, those are some that, of my lack of self-esteem that was from our previous episode that conversation yeah. right yes yeah, but it's, it's a lack of confidence so the thing is greater is the one that lives in me right mm. Amen. And, and i'm always reminded of that because i can swing from one to the other But when I stay in the middle, when I seek after God's heart, like I want to be that father, right? I want to be the father that unites the, the, the self-righteous son and, and the prodigal son, right? I'm, I'm the one that wants to have a party with both of them. Jesus is king. You know what I mean? What do you think? That is quite an undertaking. All I can say is that through God, all things are, are possible. Oh, amen. <laughs> <laughs> Answered prayer, a miracle defined. Heaven sent this treasure so kind. She gives courage and turns the tears to rhymes. My adorable one, the most beautiful. She is the most beautiful. Grace abounds. Like perfume delight Kisses taste Sweeter than fire 
Cry Radio on this episode 39. Glad to be doing this episode with you, dear brother. Hey, it's fun. Yeah, man. Like, you know, it's been a powerful episode, but I want to say that you've been a good friend of mine to kind of lift me up when I was downtrodden many times. I have. I think so. You're the positive one out of the two. And I used to what? think myself positive until I met you. I'm the angry one, man. <laughs> I, I definitely am the theory one. <laughs> I guess we're firing ice, right? Like you're just cool and I'm hot. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I want to close this with this uh, scripture from Psalms 3, verses 3 to 6. It says, But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord, and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. I will not fear, though tens of thousands assail me on every side. You see, we are reminded that we are never alone. That wherever we go, he is there. I want to be where Jesus is, but I'm comforted with the fact that he lives in me. That I believe in the Holy Counselor. That still and quiet voice that reminds me I am loved. I am loved forever and always. He is our strength. He is our peace. And he is love. Preach. Above all, yes. Amen, brother. <laughs> We're nearing the end of this episode. 
I pray and hope that you all enjoyed it. And if you liked it, please share it with your family and friends. We're on all podcasting sites, uh, the most popular ones, of course, uh, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, many more. And we are on ChristianMix106.com, Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday Replay, 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, Christian Mix. So it's time to say adieu and goodbye. And I pray that you have a great rest of your week. God bless you. And we'll be here next week. Hasta luego. Sayonara. See you in the promised land. When you choose love.